Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Roll the barrel, the Draymond cries. Ammunition for the daily battles in the moon underwater. I'm Robbie Knox and I'm the landlord of the Moon Underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. Oh, Dan, how are you, Dan? Are you I'm, very well? I'm very well, thank you. A healthy you. glow to you. Oh, that's nice. New moisturiser? Uh, no, same one. Okay. Same one, number seven from Boots. <laughs> okay, one of, one of the best ones. Yep. You've upgraded for number six, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, what have yeah. you up to this week? Anything good? I have been... Have you done this yet in the correct realm? What's that? I've been on the narrow gauge railway oh, have I tourist trip. Yep. Oh man, it's so good. What was your favourite thing on it? Uh, well, it's it's free free beer all the way round. <laughs> right, okay. Which that's probably my favourite bit. It's not very health and safety conscious, is it? No, no. And, yeah. and they do let you drive it as well. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no because you know there isn't concept of accidents and drink driving and stuff in no. the correct realm. So. It's fine. I still think we are very much against drink driving, though, just to be clear. Unless it's the narrow gauge railway. <laughs> no, yeah, I, mean, I, think it's, I think it's very... Well, there's no... Cu- there, there's no I was talking about the railway, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's very important to stress yeah, that, yeah. This, that, that the Moon Underworld does not endorse drink driving. Yeah. Is, is key. What was that? What's that under your arm? Oh, you brought it for me, haven't you? You promised me you would bring me your recipe, your famous recipe for Black Forest Gatto. I did. So can you talk me through the ingredients and what's in it? Yes. Quickly. I can. Uh, there's chocolate, flour, yep, eggs, yep, cream, okay, cherries, <laughs> yep, sultanas, okay, sugar, a lot of sugar, okay. We just talk through the steps, really. How'd you make it? First okay, of all? so you mix together the eggs and the flour and the sugar. How, how much? And what, the what, what, what weight? The exact. You want me to go through all yep, of that? Yep. Yep. About. It's about. Maybe five, we could make a log at home. <laughs> five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah five hundred so. grams of flour. Yep. Six six eggs, six eggs, six eggs. Wow! Oh yeah, it's okay, whole, whole whole box. Yeah, um, four hundred grams of light brown muscovado sugar. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yep. Mix all that together. Yep. Then uh, then then you can you can bake that <laughs> just just like that. Yeah. 
pour it into the tin, obviously. No butter or anything in it. Yeah, yeah. No. Butter, butter yeah. in there. Yeah. Did I also butter? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. So okay, so you do that, and, then, and butter, then what happens? Then you uh, put it in the tin, put it, and then you then you make the sort of cream topping. How do you do that? So you you melt the chocolate. Yep. Mix it with cream. How and much cream? butter? <laughs> How much cream? Oh, like a pint. <laughs> a pint of cream. Wow. Yeah. Uh, butter, and then um, then you get all the cherries. <laughs> Just get the cherries. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, and put them on it. Yep, fabulous. Look forward to trying that tonight. Maybe everyone, maybe everyone at home can uh, try that out and see. Yeah, um, but fabulous. Well, well, thank you for bringing that. You're well, welcome. Well, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there in your cooking chat there. But who is that? Parking up his quad bike and wandering <laughs> up the path to the moon underwater. It's the comedian, actor, broadcaster, writer Matthew Crosby. Matthew, hello. How hello. are you? Hello. How are you doing? Very Hi. well. How was your journey to the correct realm here today? Well, you're not going to believe it. I've just done my big shot. Have you? And uh, I've got six eggs, cherries, a <laughs> lot of cream, lot some of cream. butter. I almost forgot the butter, but I bought <laughs> it in the end. Yeah, yeah. It is important. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I was actually just, I made, you know, I was making it along as you were describing that. I was oh. outside and the heat off the quad bike yeah. as I stopped it, it's, it's still, the engine's still purring yeah. slightly, you yeah, know, yeah. it takes a little while. It's, it's made a fantastic uh, Black Forest Gatto. So we wanna, <laughs> and that is, oh, wow. that is the authentic way of cooking Oh, you've got it. to yeah. cook it by quad bike. Yeah, yeah, it's the yeah. only way to cook. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the only way to bake. Well, that's why, you see, that's why I was questioning that recipe because I was thinking of putting it in an oven, not just on the <laughs> top of a, of a quad bike. Very hard otherwise to get your shopping around in a quad bike, I think, unless yeah, you have absolutely. a backpack. Yeah, yeah. You've got to sort of basically load it all on and use it to cook the dinner so it's ready when you arrive home, basically. Great, yeah, isn't yeah. it? I feel like this is something that, uh, you know, I've, I've, I write on the Bake Off, but I think next <laughs> series I'm going to suggest they they branch out to like Bake Off Off-Road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bake Off-Road. Bake Off-Road. Yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. So, because I mean, we know people can cook, right? We've established yeah. now over how many series yeah. people in Britain can bake. They can do right? it yeah. in a big marquee they, tent. They can do it in a marquee. Yeah. Anyone can do it in a marquee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you do it driving through some of you know Britain's most dangerous roads? <laughs> you <laughs> can cook bike. salmon in a dishwasher. You can, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to use a lot of um, a lot of foil. Yes. That's what you've got to do because... You don't just chuck it on the, sh- you the shelf. Just, yeah, you can't just... Yeah. <laughs> With a bit of aid. No. <laughs> no. I mean, it will cook, but it'll be stuck to everything else that's in yeah. there as well. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it. I mean, there's lots of food you can do in, in the dishwasher because it gets to such... I mean, obviously, you've got to have it, you know, one of the, the highest temperatures. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. Um, no, no room for eco-wash there, is there? Not really, no. No, no. I don't feel... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd ever be really... 100% confident with dishwasher salmon. No. <laughs> if, that was, I mean, if that was on Come yeah. Dine with me, I mean, you're getting it too, yeah. aren't you? I ate that's, it. That's the only salmon that he serves in the, in the, in the moon underwater. I mean, yeah. That's, that is that's the, the gimmick of yeah, your Yeah, that's because the microwave is so. broken. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, I, don't, I mean, yeah. I love microwave salmon. I don't know about yeah. anyone else. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. It's the yeah. only way to do it, really. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 nothing gets salmon exactly yeah, as I yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah. Then blitzing it for three minutes in the microwave. Yeah. If you haven't, oh, I'll do 10. To <laughs> yeah. be sure. Really. And I, you know what I also don't do? I don't cover it. No. I just let it I just let it sort of yeah. napalm the inside of the, yeah. the microwave. Yeah. Do that. 10 minutes in there. Make it really so as dry as you can on the outside. <laughs> yeah. So it's really hard. Like, no. Minimal moisture, yeah. really. What? Maybe chuck some silica gel in there to get a bit I, out. Yeah, so yeah. to suck everything out of it. Yeah. And then what I do is I unplug the microwave, I turn it upside on my lap, and I, sit, I just sit on the microwave, yeah. scraping yeah. off the sides of the microwave while I'm watching the telly. Great. It's great. the Love usual it, way to do it if you have it's a quad bike. It. Yeah. It's the only way to yeah. do it. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. Quad bikes, instead, while we're talking about quad bikes, what off? Um, I think they've got a bad reputation. If you, if you see someone on a quad bike, yeah, I, I make judgments about them. 
but I like the, the idea. Yeah, if you see a man on a quad bike, yeah. I'm thinking, why are you riding yeah, a quad bike, mate? Yeah. But I also think it'd be cool to ride a quad bike. So, do you know what I mean? Like, if quad bikes are more acceptable, I think I'd drive them more. For me, whenever I hear the word quad bike, or the phrase quad bike, I always think of flipped over. Yeah. I think that's, that's, the, that's the thing, is that you always think, you know... Cars don't tend to flip over unless you're doing something incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Whereas quad bikes just seem to, that seems to be their natural default. Seems <laughs> yeah. to kind of flip over onto Poorly their back. Poorly like, designed. They design really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a group of, uh, of local youths who, uh, who, go around our, <laughs> who go around our streets. And a bunch of them are on motorbikes, but one of them's on a quad bike. That's what I mean. You yeah. judge that one, don't you? Well, yeah. I, you know what? I think he's, I mean, at least he's gone for it. At least yeah. he's, you know, he's in a gang, but he's made his own mark within that yeah. gang. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's a leader, not a follower. Yeah. Uh, They'd probably is, call him Quad or something. Yeah, yeah. Quad Boy, yeah. 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 Or Dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's desperately trying to get them all to, to convert to Quad Bikes so yeah. they could be called the Quad Squad. He's, he's a Quad yeah. Bike Evangelist, yeah. yeah. Get, get the Quad Squad going, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the thing is, though, they take up a lot of space, yeah. right? You know, if you've got a bike, you can probably, you know, most garages are going to fit a motorbike. Quad Bike, mm. that's, a, that's a, you know, yeah. you've got no room for anything else. You've got no room for your recycling or your... your your yep. chest for Christmas or decorations or your Christmas decorations exactly yeah. yeah and when you pull over all the bikes to cause some trouble somewhere if you've got all quad bikes it's quite difficult there's a couple of them going I don't know if I can park here I might, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I might have to go around the corner and they, yeah. oh, they've got a CPZ zone they, by that point they've already roughed up an old lady or whatever <laughs> yeah. it is they want to do yeah. you know, and he's still looking around as you know, he to... goes I'll drive around the block while yeah. you do that yeah, I'll, and, I'll go, yeah. I'll go yeah. out for a little bit yeah. I can't imagine parallel parking a quad bikes <laughs> you know, in the middle of the city centre is very easy <laughs> yeah well. I mean I find it tricky enough in a, in a Vauxhall Corsa yeah. I'd ha- you know like I find it parallel parking when someone decides to do it like in the middle of a busy road. I'm always full of admiration. Yeah. I think this could go so wrong for you. I always, but, but if it was a quad bike, I just think you dickhead. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, mate. I'm a Vauxhall driver. Are you really? Yeah. I, for years had a Vectra. Now I'm rocking the Insignia. How's the Insignia? Dream is it? I mean, it I'm not what you'd number? call a car guy, as you might yeah, guess. When I'm I said I got a, when I got a, a Vauxhall, because I don't think that, I don't think you car guys get Vauxhalls. I don't know, but I just like the I like a car that fits my children in, yeah, and Crucial. my wife and I, yeah, and that has cruise control, and that's kind of all I want because I want to set that on oh when God, I'm going through. Just falling down the stairs over there. quad bikes It's the gang. I, I'm ha- I'm hanging on to dear life uh, for dear life to the Vauxhall Corsa. It's a 2009. Yeah. So it is still ULES compatible. Um, but the uh, the situation we're in now is that the passenger door doesn't open from the inside. Okay. You know, like a murderer would have. Yeah. You know, like Ted Bundy yeah. would specially kit out his car. And now, as a result, uh, like the other doors open, but. Uh, and you can, well, you, flex. Could, you know, you could. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Listen, doing all right. Three out yeah. of four ain't bad. Five if you count the boot. Yeah. Uh, four out of five ain't bad. Um, but but yeah. So, but the, but obviously, my, I, I do a lot of the driving. Uh, my wife uh, is on the is in the passenger side. If you wind down the window, you can open it from the other side. So it's not you know it's not terrible. But I'm now obsessed with the with the with the worry. That I'm going to accidentally drive into a lake. Now I, I live in yeah. you know, I live in, in Beckenham. 
there are lakes, but they're in the middle of parks. Yeah. Already, you know, it's got to go very badly wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's already. Yeah. <laughs> already we're in trouble if I get to the lake, even you, to the edge of the lake. pretty much got to have decided to drive into a lake. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Into the lake. I think yeah. it's because I'm, I'm, I just keep thinking of, uh, and spoiler alert if you've not seen it, but is it series one of Succession? Yeah, I was just going to say, that it's, was the first thing oh, that popped yeah. into yeah, my head. That's yeah. all I think about now yeah. when I get in the car is I think, am I going to be... You know. Especially if you're driving with a local young waiter. Driving with a local young waiter, <laughs> yeah. and we're both high out of our minds yeah. on, on some, some, some street coke or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, which isn't te- it doesn't tend to be the way my wife and I drive around. <laughs> with the kids. No. No. It's never just driving to the big Tesco by Elmer's End. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm now... Uh, yeah, that said, I've done nothing to rectify the situation. Just every time I get in the car, you know, when you've got very little kids, that is just... You think kind of moment to moment and then you immediately yeah. forget. Like mm. you go, oh, that, you know, the toilet seat's broken. We've got to get that fixed. And then when you leave the toilet, it just goes out your mind. Yeah. And that's how it is with the car. Every time I get in the car, I think, oh, I've got to get that fixed. But we're driving to the garden centre now. Now is not the time. I think at that age, you're possibly considering child locks on anyway sort of thing. In the you front. I mean? It's in the front. With the it's front. The front. Oh, the sorry. It's, it's, it's. Oh, yeah. yeah you yeah. had to get that fixed. I mean, yeah, yeah the, the kids, I mean. Basically, the kids can get a, out fine. If right, we're in a yeah, lake, yeah. we're in serious trouble because the kids are strapped into to car seats yeah. and they can't open. You're them. doing a lot of the heavy lifting in that emergency, <laughs> exactly. freeing three people underwater. What, yeah, exactly. What, what, and also all the while thinking, well, this is my fault because I'm yeah. the driver, you know. And you know she's going to mention it. <laughs> Uh, do you know what? I would say that is absolutely 100% legitimate. <laughs> yes, yeah, very much so. If, you know, that is something that I think... I, I know, as, you're, as you're in the background, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she shouldn't have driven into that lake. Yeah. It wasn't a shortcut, as it turned out. Just trust the sat-nav. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm just, yeah, I've got to, I've got to get that sorted. Uh, but yeah, well, how do we get onto that? <laughs> no, it's, not, it's, not, it's not generally the topic of, of the podcast, but no. it's, a, it's good... It's a good introduction um, to things, but <laughs> we are here to talk about pubs yes. and design your dream pub. Correct. What were your What are your early memories of pubs? Well, I don't come from a pub family, so I think my early memories of pubs would be they'd be attached to harvesters or Bernie Inns. They'd be those that that would be yeah. those are my earliest I memories of. Love a Bernie Inn. I used to I love a Bernie, Bernie Inn. Is. I, know, I know a harvester. It's the same as like a Toby Carvery. Like I, th- I think Bernie Inns basically got uh, sort of driven out by harvesters. Harvesters okay. took over. So Bernie Inn was a bit more steaky. Yeah, I think and so. Yeah. Harvesters a bit more chicken in a basket with chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, that's, was the, yeah. what was the other one that was like harvester? The beef eater. The beef, beef eater, eater. Yeah. So beef eater, and then harvesters started talking about their salad bar. So the harvester was like the healthier one of beef eater. I yeah. think of the two of them. It's, then, yeah. it, 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 it's. I've got a real sort of. Uh, a real fondness of of the heart. The, in fact, I, I sort of think I'm probably going to bring my kids to a harvester and then realise that the food there is just not great at all. Mm, yeah. You know, when you've got a real a real happy my my wife as well. She's it was a, was a harvester kid, yeah. so I loved the harvester. Um, and so we we do talk. I mean, there's loads, still loads around, and people do go to them. But I'm pretty sure that oh, I, I went <clears throat> I went to one on tour uh, a few years ago. And um, I, I ordered a steak. So, so this is going to be a long while ago. So I don't eat meat anymore, but I ordered a steak. And um, they said, yeah, yeah, fine. And I said, do you want to know how, uh, how I'd like it cooked? And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh, this is going to be <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah. This is going to be bad. Because <laughs> they're like, no, it's, it's, a, it's a steak. You get yeah. it. You get it how we serve it. And it was, you know, it was absolute shoe leather when it arrived wow. it was it was gross that's that's one of those questions that you know you're not going to get the greatest meal isn't it i remember my friend <laughs> sally when she first moved to london she went with her boyfriend at the time to a um 
Aberdeen Angus Steakhouse. Oh, yeah. And they both ordered the lasagna. And the woman said, sorry, you can't both have the lasagna because we only have one microwave. <laughs> oh, she was no. Like, oh. <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? I mean... You can put two in at once or you could just do one after the other. Have you not got a dishwasher? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, got a bike. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's it's such a shame, isn't it? Because London, I think, does fantastic food, right? Yeah. It does, but whenever you walk past a Garfunkel's, mm. they're always rammed, yeah. and you think you're, you know, these are people who probably this is going to be the only meal they have in central London, yeah. or like one of four meals they have in central London, and they think this is what we consider to be good. Yeah, that's it, that, it's it's a bit like I, when I first started doing comedy. Uh, I used to be one of those guys who stood in Leicester Square flyering. So I'd fly for 90 minutes to get on stage for five minutes. And the comedy night was always terrible, but it sort of didn't really matter. Yeah. Like the guy who ran it didn't care that he never had a person ever come back because he was like, oh, it doesn't matter because <laughs> there's always going to be, a, a, a you know, 10,000 no, new that, people walking through exactly Leicester Square it. every yeah. single day yeah. who are never going to walk through Leicester Square ever again. It doesn't matter as long as we can get 80 of them into this room. That's yeah. fine. And that is kind of, that's the model of Aberdeen Ambus, Aberdeen Ambus, yeah. Aberdeen Angus, yeah. uh, or, uh, or, or any of those places. And it's, think, it's sort of depressing. I think in defence of the tourists, I think you might not always know whether this is an independent place or not if you're new somewhere. Oh, yeah. I went to mm. Lisbon a couple of months ago and I had some tapas this place and I thought, oh, that's quite nice. And I thought... And it wasn't great. I thought, you know, that, you know, that was a bit disappointing. And then I walked a bit further down. I saw an identical tapas. Oh, I'm no. like, I've gone to a chain tapas yeah. place. This isn't what. This isn't the authentic Lisbon dining. You've gone to the Costa Coffee of I've, tapas. Yeah, I've gone yeah. to the Aberdeen Angus, basically. <laughs> yeah. Equivalent of that. And they're looking, their version of you is saying the same thing about me. So yeah. yeah. It's a bit like Cafe Rouge. Remember when Cafe Rouge mm. opened in Bromley? Yeah. And we were like, oh, we've got a French cafe. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it was the place when I was about sort of 17 or 18, it was the place you'd go on a date yes, because it was really, it was really classy. Mm. In fact, actually that was, that was the other thing. My friends and I, cause we were sort of, we were slightly pretentious kids. We wouldn't go to like the local Weatherspoons. We went to a place called the Abbey, which I think became a Belgo. So if you know what a Belgo oh, yeah. is, so we would, we would go, we wouldn't drink, we wouldn't eat the mules or anything. We just sit in the bar and drink Lefe and stuff like yeah. that. You know, we wouldn't drink pints We'd probably be paying like, I mean, probably about three pounds at the time, but still a lot, a lot more money than you pay for a pint yeah. to drink a little sort of schooner of, of Lefe and think we were being incredibly classy. So that was, uh, that was me as a, as a teenager drinking. Yeah. I sort of, you know, it I went. feel quite classy. They're going to it Belga. was so classy. Yeah. 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 And you, th and obviously as, as a bunch of like wankers, which me and my friend yeah. all, were, all, all were, you know, you thought oh, we're much better people yeah. than the riffraff <laughs> yeah. who are down in, who are in, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. at the, the, you know, the philatelist and Firkin yeah. or whatever it was, <laughs> you know, so I, I, that, that was, that was very much my sort of, you know, I, that was, that was the kind of drinker I was as yeah. a, as a teen. My local at uni was a Firkin, so I'm glad to hear Firkin. I loved Firkin pubs, I loved yeah. Firkin pub. yeah. I don't know when they disappeared, but they just weren't there anymore. They got, they, you know, O'Neill's and uh, Weatherspoon's just drummed them out of business, didn't they? Yeah, no more pints of dog bolter. Oh, lovely, <laughs> delicious dog bolter to round <laughs> off the day. <laughs> my friend, uh, my friend um, Dave's 21st birthday at the local, at the Finesco and Firkin pub in Norwich, uh, they, the man, the landlord had gotten well with, because it was his birthday, broke his rule of 
allowing not allowing people to do a yard of ale of dog bolter, which is apparently a pub rule due oh, wow. to the strength of dog bolter. But he said, you can do it, but I'm going to have to get you a sick bucket. And he got Dave a sick bucket. He <laughs> drank about two thirds of the yard of ale, threw up in the bucket, and then an incredible feat of athletic endurance carried on. He went back. Finished it and filled up a sink in the bathroom with sick. Oh. Yeah. That is, I mean, impre- I don't know impressive, it, is that? I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> that was 20-odd years ago, and I still don't know what word to use to describe yeah. it. I mean, he, you can tell he's a gentleman because uh, a lesser man would have filled up the yard of ale. Yes. You know, at least he yeah. went to, at least he retired to a bit of porcelain rather yeah. than doing it straight back in, which he knew other people have to drink out of. The technique, uh, they, they would always say, is it's to rotate, isn't it? Yes. yes. That's what they say. You've got to rotate the, the yard of ale. Like, yeah. like a flute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like a sort of glass didgeridoo. Is that you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they would all, there was, uh, Simple Simons was the pub in Canterbury where I was at university and they had the yard of ale up mm. on the wall. And yeah, only... I've only seen one guy do it. And again, that was on his birthday. And again, weirdly, he puked in the sink right, as well. Yeah. I, I, I found him it's there. It's too much liquid. I just it? think, like, I think if you were to do a yard of water, you'd still struggle, yeah. right? You just don't want to, you know, a yard. It's yeah. too much. It's way too much. Yeah. What's Canterbury like for pubs? Because I know it Great. quite well for yeah. shopping and stuff. Because I, I grew up in Kent, so did Dan, mm. um, uh, in a worse place than Canterbury. But um, what's, I've always wondered what it's like for pubs and things. It looks like it would be good. It was Quite brilliant. Sort of old, yeah. oldie pubs. Loads of yeah. loads of old, yeah, old Chaucerian style pubs. Mm. Yeah, uh, Simple Simons was great. Uh, obviously, they serve pies. You've got to if you're called Simple Simons. Yeah. Uh, and it was the kind of place where they would have uh, an open mic night, but it would be you know the sort of fiddle and barron as opposed to someone getting up and trying to do five minutes of bad material. Yeah. So it was that it was that kind of thing. You could kind of you could bring a guitar along and, and, and play along with these. I mean, I never did, mm. but I sort of liked that, that kind of atmosphere. Yeah. It was really, really good. Where else did I used to drink? Um, the, 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 was it called the Bishop's? Was it called the Bishop's Finger? Like, you know, it's got it, yeah. that, that kind of thing, sort of slightly, slightly rude, yeah. uh, slightly uh, clerical. Ribald. Yeah, Ribald, exactly. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those Bishop's Finger time. still exists in Canterbury. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I used to drink in that. That was good. Pints of Aranja Boom. Nice. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, yeah. That was was very nice. Um, and my friend, what was it called now? There was a, it was a tree, but I don't think it's the pear tree because that's in Edinburgh. Um, or was it called the, was it called the Orchard? Anyway, my friend, my friend uh, ran a pub. So I used to drink in that quite a lot. Oh, nice! But uh, I've no memory of what it what it was called. Uh, but yeah, it was great for pubs. It was yeah. brilliant, and 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 obviously then you've also got it was you know you've got the student union where you could get yeah awful lager for one pound thirty five. Yeah, it was great. I remember when it went up to one pound forty, we were absolutely up in arms about it. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. One pound forty. Where are we going to get this extra five yeah. p a pint? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, we're we're gonna... you knew it was a pint, remember? Yeah, we did. Oh, I drank pound. cider, so I didn't get to... It was a bit more expensive. I think I was paying like one thirty <coughs> or something, but you could get lager for a pound a pint. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I used to drink the Guinness. That was always... It was a little bit of a premium on that, I seem to remember. Oh. You're classy. Yeah, mm. flex what it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't look out of place at a Belgo. I know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have fit right <laughs> in at the yeah. Abbey. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely would have done. We need to uh, get on to what drinks you're going to pick, Matthew, in your pub. But before yes. we do, Dan, would you like to explain your bell to him? Yes, I've got a bell here, Matthew. You do? And if this bell goes off... Bell go? If bell, the bell goes... Bell goes yeah, off. Yeah, got it. Yeah. 
Um, then one of the drinks that you've chosen will uh, materialise on the bar and you can drink it. Oh, wow. Take it away. Fantastic. Whatever you like. Sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you a fan of early morning drinking? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, it's it's 10.49. It's a yeah, little yeah. bit earlier than I'd normally start and yeah. I do have to go to work after this. Right. But um, let's... Let's cross that bridge when we come to yes. it, right? Yeah, Just yeah, to manage yeah. expectations, it tends to be, if you've pick, picked a variety of different champagnes and things, it does tend to be the cheapest thing that miraculously materialises. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. know why that is that the bell does that. Yeah. But, uh, strange. Right, you get two choices of draft uh, things in your pub. What's your first one going to be? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you first of all, I, I, I almost picked uh, The Man in the Box uh, are you familiar with Sam Smith's pubs? Yes. Mm. Yes. So the uh, the man in the box was their 2.8% uh, uh, lager. Now, the reason I, I didn't pick it is because my next thing's a 0% alcohol. I thought, you've got to have something for people to actually drink. Yeah. But um, the man in the box uh, is... Uh, it used to be the, like the little uh, the tap for it would be a sort of perspex box with a little alpine man in it, oh, yes. and you got to order it by saying a pint of the man in the box. <laughs> and when they got rid of the, the perspex thing, people would still order it a pint of the man in the box. And as you get older and older, and the staff, you know, stay the same age yeah. effectively, yeah. Uh, there's a real pride in saying a pint of the man in the box. And them going, what's that? And some of the older staff going, okay, oh, yeah, arm yeah, 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 exactly. I'll tell you what the man in the box is. And then, yeah. you know, they know you're a you're a classy guy drinking your 2.8%. Is yeah. that the same um, as, is that their Alpine Lager? Yeah, they've got their, that's that's their Alpine, yeah. So, yeah, because there's one that's, I think, called Alpine Lager. Is that the one that was called Man in the Box? Was that I think it was always thing? called Alpine, but it was referred to as, man, was man, referred in to as man in the Box. Right. So I think anything that's got a little bit of secret code around yeah. it. yeah. I love that. That is nice. But yeah. crucially, it's a bit too weak, I think. <laughs> if it's your own yeah. for the only yeah. drink you're offering on draft that okay. has alcohol in it. So I've I've dispatched that and okay. I've gone for honorable mention. An honorable mention, exactly. I've gone I've gone for neck oil, which uh I'm sure is a very, very popular choice. Uh it's uh well, it's interesting actually. You're the fourth person to have chosen it. Okay. Uh Angela Barnes. Tim Lovejoy and Chloe Petz. Great company. Yeah. You. Great company to be in. What an evening that would be. <laughs> but interestingly, that you're the third person in the, what we refer to as the Premier League era of, of the podcast. Um, so it's only been chosen once in quite a lot of episodes and now suddenly three times. That might be a, sort of a bit of a sign of... Well, this is exactly yeah. what I wanted to talk about. This is a bit, it's a bit like when you get into a band... And then they suddenly really take off. Yeah. And it's quite a weird feeling, yeah. you know. Uh, you're like, I should be delighted because now loads of people like this band. Yeah. But have they lost something of their sheen? Yeah. Now they're playing the arenas. <laughs> because neck oil, it used to be, where should we go for a drink? Let's go to the place that does neck oil. Mm. And in central London, that's all pubs. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's now, it's as popular as Bex, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, uh, more so probably uh, than than the old Bex Fier. Uh so I've, I've, I've got a bit of a sort of mixed feeling about it, but I do genuinely still really like it. And the thing about a band, when the band sort of takes off, they often start to change their sound. They often start to sort of, you know, become a bit more of an arena band. You know, you might have loved Coldplay's first album, but you sort of thought, well, I don't really like any of the other stuff after that because they're playing to such big crowds. Their music has to be slightly simpler and bigger and you know, more popular. Neck oil is still the same rough and ready, you know, drink it was in the, in the when I first discovered it. Because beers, unless they completely changed their, you know, like Stella did when they took all the E numbers out of it, uh, 
it basically is the same is the same drink. So it's it's just it's just much more accessible. So I, I love a, that. I have a friend who's a brewer. Yes, and he was talking about neck oil and he showed me a picture. He said this is a picture of him with a pint of neck oil from the very early days, and it looks completely different. Oh, He's you're, saying, you're telling so, me it's actually not the so same. It has actually different. He says because basically now it's in supermarkets and yeah, like this. <laughs> You have to make, I can't remember the exact details, but it has to be made in a different way in order to sit on a shelf Mass production, and not in, sure. not in a cold chain and that. So it it has changed. So if you so do my, want to feel a so bit my, like my theory is band, wrong. Yeah, but if you want to have that smugness of I used to be into this a while ago, you can now say, yeah, not 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 quite what it once was. Okay, so I've changed. I've, 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 I'm, not, I've not changed my order, but yep. I've changed the way I'm approaching it. Yeah. Um, oil's on, on on offer. I'm not drinking it. <laughs> okay. Or you can have the original neck oil, <laughs> yeah. and you can be the one pub that has the old neck yeah. oil. Oh, that's people, what I could do. Yeah. Go, this is neck oil. Go. This is this neck is oil. neck oil. Yeah. Yeah. It's like having tab clear or something. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. It, it's. I mean, you, you made a good analogy because it did get. Beaver Town did get taken over by Heineken. So yeah, yeah. It was a big thing of people saying, I'm not drinking Signing Neck Oil Signing to a major anymore. label. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what's happened, yeah. isn't it? This is it. Yeah. This is it. This is all the grunge bands, you know, in like the early 90s. Mm. Yeah. Releasing records on, on you know, Geffen or whatever, as opposed to Sub Pop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, what's, that's what's happened. This all right. I'm playing at cool venues now, is it? With, with cool venues. I remember when um, I used to go and see a lot of gigs at London Astoria. Oh. And then. I love I the love Astoria. Astoria. I'm so, I, I, when I walk past that. That little corner yeah. now, and it's not there. Uh, LA one and LA two. Yeah. I was there almost every weekend. Yeah, I loved it. I yeah. loved it. And but I but recently when the Elizabeth line, well, not recently a year ago when the Elizabeth line yeah. opened, I thought, oh wow, that'd be great to get to the London story. Then I remember that they destroyed the London story to build the Elizabeth line. I was like, oh, what's the bloody no, point? It's so it's sad, so isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. This would be so convenient for me now if I was if they hadn't destroyed the thing I love the most to yeah. build it. And if yeah. my life wasn't. You know, like I don't, yeah. don't go to gigs with any, anything like the regularity I used to. No. But that's that is that's life, isn't it? That's what happens to you as you get older. Yeah. I was out with a with a friend, and uh, we'd done a gig together, and we were in the sort of like the kind of like uh, Shad Thames area. And he said, "Oh, let's go to that late opening bar." And we walked to it, and it was uh, it was a legal firm. And it didn't look like it suddenly turned into a legal firm overnight. <laughs> yeah. It's clear it had been there for like 15 years. Yeah. It had been a legal firm. So we ended up going for a drink in the old Vic, yeah. you know, like, because it was the only place it was open and serving yeah. late. And you go, oh, that's, that is, so much of your life is like, when you're young, it's walking around trying to find the late opening bar. Yeah. Then eventually you go, oh, I know where the late opening bar is. And then it's, I think there used to be a late opening bar around here. Yeah. And then you arrive and it's been demolished. And that's... Yeah. That's it, isn't it? You and keep this is one past. of those trendy speakeasies now where they make it look like a legal firm, but you have to go and give some <laughs> oh, it code words. It could have been, yeah. It's the coolest bar in the world. And they're serving original neck oil downstairs. <laughs> yeah, it could have been that. Who are, you, who are your bands at the at the LA2? Who did you, oh, who did you see? I used to work at... Oh, sorry, at the LA1 even. I used to work at um, Soccer AM and I was doing music stuff for it at Sky. Oh, amazing. So I'd, I was going out two or three gigs a week, sort of things, just various things. I'm just trying... A week, yesterday, I suddenly remember seeing Outcast at London Astoria once. Wow! I think it was before Miss Jackson and that album. I think it was like Stankonia around sort of. Yeah. Um, so Bombs Over Baghdad. Baghdad. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Sort yeah of that era. Sort of thing. Gasoline Dreams. Oh, my God. Incredible. I saw that. But loads, loads of, all, all of them, really. Yeah. I think. All of the bands. I remember seeing, all, I think I saw pretty much. <laughs> I remember seeing um, Hot Heat and Franz Ferdinand and 
fiery, fiery furnaces if we're going in. Was that like a brat tour? I think it an might enemy have been. brat tour. It yeah, must have yeah, been yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And quite a lot of. But that, that week when they had that enemy gig, I was going to like pretty much all of them. I, for I, a week. I love that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, when I my first. My first ever gig I went to without my parents yeah. was uh, it was 1994. I went and saw the Manic Street Preachers on the Holy Bible tour, oh, wow. and it was the penultimate gig with Richie before he yeah. uh, he, he disappeared, and uh, it was it was incredible. And I walked in. And uh, the first thing I saw was Nick Cave walking down the stairs. And I thought, oh, my God, they're just out and about. Yeah. He's not, he, was, he, was, he wasn't on the bill. He wasn't, you know, he was just, he was just in the room. And, he, you know, he was like, he's a, I'm, I'm a little guy anyway, but he was enormous and his hair was even bigger. And I thought, oh, like, it was like stepping into a copy of The Melody Maker or The Enemy. Yeah. I was like, this actually, this life that I've been reading about yeah. in, in my bedroom actually exists and is yeah. real. And that's, you know, and from that moment onwards, I just saw... I saw, yeah, so I saw Ben Folds Five there. I saw Lemonheads a bunch of times there. I saw um, Henry Rollins doing the songs of Black Flag in in uh, the Astoria. I saw oh, yeah. Alice Donut in the LA2, which was, for, uh, yeah. So yeah. I, I, yeah, so much, so many happy memories of that little, of I that do, little space. I tell you what is still around there. It hasn't been destroyed. Bradley's Spanish Bar. The Spanish Bar, yes. yeah, 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 That's of course. So That's one of my favourite um, pubs in London I once got stood up on a date there once and the girl claimed that she hadn't called because her sim card fell out the phone and the dog ate it I'm wow. just that's that's that's, that's did, an orgy that's an orgy of excuses yeah. pick one of the two pick one yeah. you know my phone wasn't working my sim card my fell out anyone who's tried to get a sim card out of a phone knows yeah. you've got to find that stupid fiddly little thing that's, yeah. that gets it out I mean wait are we talking is this like Nokia 3310 era when you could I just well it would have been I met my wife in 2005. So it would have been before that. So okay, so it's the, she's listening. So it's the kind of phone. <laughs> so it's the kind of phone that could. Yeah. Well, you were still up on a date. Let's you say know. 2003. So yeah. it's the kind of phone that could fall out your pocket, break yeah. open, the sim could go sort of flying off and yeah. land in the dog's mouth. But and the dog's you, really good yeah. at like catching treats normally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, just, just a little bonio yeah, flying yeah. through the air. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't ask many questions of that because I thought, thought, I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah. Mm. It's up there when I, I, I remember asking a girl, uh, I, I remember asking a girl out for, uh, at university and uh, I said, do you want to go for a drink? She's like, I don't drink. I was like, fine, we could go for a coffee. She's like, oh, I don't really do well with coffee. I don't like caffeine. I said, do you want to go for dinner? She's like, well, I'm trying to eat a bit less at the moment. I was like, okay, forget it. <laughs> yeah. I, I get the message. Yeah. It's fine. I probably, I probably could have got it yeah. At, yeah. at the caffeine thing, yeah. but you know. Do you want to go paintball? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. it, it's not actually the food and the drink. It's you. Yeah. And that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I once went, when I first moved to London, I, I got out of date. We went, we went for some drinks in central London and it was we passed by it was on on um on Charing Cross Road there's some like salsa bar or something like that and I thought you know what I don't know much about salsa but I've sure I can move a little yeah all right I've got magic feet I thought why don't we maybe that'd be a nice thing so I said do you fancy going to that salsa bar there and she went yeah that'd be that'd be amazing yeah what a great idea I thought oh this is a great one there so we walk in she goes yeah it's it's, it's Oh, I'm so excited for this. I've not done salsa since I lived in Argentina for two years. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. So then it was basically just me just sort of stood there while, like, really hot Latin men <laughs> salsa with them. Like, well, you're not off in a minute. Were you not tempted to do the sort of first week of Strictly thing where you stand and sort of do this, you know, oh. vamp with your arms a little bit while she does all the work around yeah. you? I probably did. Yeah, yeah. Bit, yeah. Put, put your arm up and she spins you round. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Much, yeah. Much that. yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've, uh, we've got neck oil. We've got neck oil, yeah. Uh, what else are we putting in on draft? 
We are putting in a Guinness Zero. Oh. So, uh... oh Wowzers. my God, I've got myself a Guinness Zero. Perfect for the a day when you're dro- uh, going off to work afterwards. Guinness yeah. Zero. Yeah. Well, I can have this then, can't I? You can. Go on, you carry on. I'll let me. Yeah. So the bar's doing the work. So, oh, thank you. Would so you like much. to pour it? Because yeah. I, I tell you what, I've never, I've never had the naught percent. Oh, hello. Oh. The moon underwater seems to have shaken it up. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you shook the bell and the can as yeah, well. Yeah, sorry. Um, now. People get very annoyed if you don't um, have, if you don't, if you drink Guinness in a Ooh. can. Do you do it? Do you do Hang it this, on, what are you uh, doing? Are we doing? Are we doing it this way? Is that not the... I don't know. What's the way to... Is that how you do it? do it? Is that not the... So, you, so Matthew, just put the can with the glass upside down over it and just twi- twist it over. Oh. But, is that a technique? That's brilliant. I've never seen I that think before. That's, I think that's how we're doing it. I mean that is how we're doing it. Look, that's great. And I think that's that's that's. And do you do that with alcoholic Guinness as well? Yeah, that's that's how I, that was how I was told to pour pour that. Guinness out of a can. It's the only um, pint glass we've got, Robbie. I can drink, I can empty my water glass and drink this. I'm gonna wipe these. I'm gonna wipe these on my uh, on my hands on my trousers here. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think. Do you think go, this, yeah. this is a risk, isn't it? Because we've got we've got glasses that maybe glasses. don't quite hold. Yeah, that might not. That might not be quite the. Uh, might not hold a. The whole can. Give it a go anyway. Let's let's find out. I mean, move, so what move, did you do? So you opened move. it. All oh, right. Okay. So, so I, I, you open it and then <laughs> you. Let me on my laptop. You didn't get any Guinness yeah. in there, Dan. <laughs> really, yeah. Did you did you jog here by any chance? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that rucksack is. Yeah. <laughs> he, he also brought his quad bike. <laughs> right. So just so the, the glass goes so over the gla- top and we just glass do a quick goes over spin. the top and then I think just a just a quick spin. And then and then, and we, then work with it, work with so it. So you're then, always we're just above. You're always just a couple of we're millimeters above the, the water, the water the level. Yeah, just above the just above sea level. level. There we go. And let's see. Oh, I think you're going to be just lucky. I oh think, wow! I think it's going to be all right. Yeah, I think you're going to be okay. I can leave that to settle because that's what Guinness people do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Talk us through your selection. Why have you picked this? Well, I think this is the best of the non-alcoholic. Uh, obviously, non-alcoholic uh, beers, lagers. Have exploded. Yeah, it's great. It's, it's a bit gummy on the hands, isn't it? That's the only thing. Dan's, Dan's just gone off to magic. He, he's going off to get rag. some. Do you have a? I mean, what we really need now is. It's very rare as a as a, a, a father of two small children. I, I don't have water wipes in my bag. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I could or, really or, or, could really have done with them. Could have a little blue roll yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. muslin. That's the thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, muslin. The, the mus- generic rag to wipe up stuff. The, the muslin. Yeah, I found with kids like my standards of what I would. What I would do with with mess and stuff changed so much because like I'd be on the floor playing with them. They'd have had some food or something like that, like a half-eaten biscuit, and they put it on the floor. I think I could get up and take that to the bin. I could just eat it. Oh yeah, yeah. The amount of floor, floor food, food I yeah. eat, yeah. Uh, it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's terrible. I because I used to be quite a, I used to be quite a fussy, not a fussy eater, but I used to be quite fussy about like I, I got taken once to this. Uh, this cool place in Clapham that does breakfast. And the idea is you can make your own toast. Oh. And that was like, I don't know why that's such a selling yeah. point. Mm. You, did. Um, I, you <laughs> know, that before. Yeah, I, I've, I've been yeah. to a hotel buffet before, I know. <laughs> been but to a house. The idea is, yeah. I, I love <laughs> yeah. going to the hotel buffet and standing in the sad queue by the by the, yeah, by by the, the, road, the rotating, yeah. rotating thing. But, yeah. So the idea was you could you could slice it to you, the thickness you wanted and, uh, and, and then you stick it in the toast to yourself. And then they would go away and make the eggs for you. I think all of that system is really flawed because then you would often get a plate of wet. You, you wouldn't know when your eggs were going to arrive, yeah. so you'd wait to get this plate of wet eggs on a like scrambled egg on a plate, not without toast in between. Looks weird and gross. Yeah, that's for some how reason. my wife eats it, and I oh I've no, never you've got to have something underneath it, it yeah. a little bit of yeah. ballast underneath it. Um, but the 
I, I sat down and I was like, this is okay. This is not, not my scene really, but I'm going to, uh, you know, sort of put my best foot forwards. And I saw a guy um, have a real good rummage in his nose, then pick up a loaf of bread and slice in it. And I was like, well, this is the, this is the reason, yeah. you know, I don't care what's going on in the kitchen. The chef could be doing the same thing, yeah. but crucially that's behind a, a door that I can't see. So I don't, but now if my, it's different because it's my kids, but it, you know, I eat so many pre-chewed fish fingers. Yeah. You know, if it, if it's, it's pre-chewed fish fingers off the floor. Yeah. Come I'm on. Go to the kitchen. What they're do you think they're I am? sneezing the in queen. my gob every three seconds anyway. What's the difference with a bit of you know a bit of saliva on yeah. the fish finger? At least it tastes nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so Guinness Guinness zero yeah, anyway. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, fabulous. Um, I think uh, this is the. I think this for me is the. And I'm I'm you know I'm a big believer in the. Oh, cheers everybody. Yeah, cheers. Uh, I've never uh, had this yeah. so. No. I'm a big believer in the um, in the lucky saint and um, all of that yeah. kind of all that kind of caper, but I think this is the best one. It's nice. I think it tastes yeah. it tastes pretty close. Yeah, yeah. I would say it tastes it tastes pretty close. Um, and uh, it, what you realise as well, if you're trying to drink a little bit less, um, sometimes the ritual of opening the can is all you're looking for. To you know, like it's a little it's a full stop on the end of the yeah. day, isn't it? Sometimes. And so I always have uh, a non-alcoholic beer in the um, uh, in the fridge, and well, this I is think, one of my favourites. I think it's it's nice that you've you know there's a, there's a few that I drink like the big drop is a nice pale ale. That yeah, I like that's lovely. Well. And you're exactly right. You just think sometimes go well. I don't really want. I want something that isn't water. Yeah. I don't really want a coke or something sweet and fizzy. Well, it's going to keep me up. You know. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's seven or eight o'clock at night. I don't want. Yeah. To I don't want. And I, but I don't fancy alcohol tonight. Like. Yeah. It's. It's really good that they're starting to have it's, these kind of. Drinks. It's also for me. I'm I'm like I'm I, I'm terrible for uh, getting home from a night out and thinking uh, I'll have an, I'll have another can. You know, like I'll, 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 I'll have a <laughs> yeah. can of Neckel while I'm you know while I'm you know we, we we rush out the house. We haven't cleared up or whatever. Yeah. I'll do the do the tidying up and have a can and. Um, I always think that's the one that gives you the hangover. Mm, it's yeah. not the stuff you had at the pub. It's the one you have. I mean, obviously it's a combination, but <laughs> yeah. but in my Doesn't mind, help. in my mind, I'm thinking that extra, you know, that extra can I had at home, that's not a good one. So if you go, well, look, I still want to feel like I'm drinking. I'll have a little Guinness Zero. Yeah. And I, I love it. I think it's... Um, so it's are nice. you doing your alcohol-free drinking at home or are you having it in pubs as well? When are you normally doing it? I've started yes. doing it in pubs as well, actually. Yeah. And is it on a night that's dedicated alcohol-free or... Because I'll sometimes... Every if I'm on a pub crawl, every third or fourth yeah. pub, I'll do an alcohol free one on one off or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I've 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 done that as well. Currently, um, yeah, I've had a few nights actually. The last the yeah. uh, the last three nights I've been out in pubs. I've I've just stuck to alcohol free. Similar, yeah. Yeah, I've driven there to to make sure that you don't. Because the thing is, once you see see everybody getting drunk, you think, oh, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But you know, I've got the um, I've got the car, so I've got a um. I've got to, I've got to drive home, but yeah, I think it's um, and it's it, it it's it's like it's great. It feels the I same because I've I'm it does, a relatively it does feel recent the same, yeah. convert to this. Mm-hmm. I would I would drink occasional night out, yeah, like, when not, I'm drinking other beers. But if I was just going out, I'd just have a lemonade or something like that normally. But recently, I've started doing it, and it just it does feel like you're drinking, yeah, alcohol, and it does. And I do think like, I feel a little bit like relax yeah. and all this sort of stuff like that but then at the end of it you go 
hey, I can actually just drive my car now with no issues. Yeah, mm. the only issue yeah. I would say is that you um, you then get home and you're like, I've had so much. It's, like, it's basically like drinking loads of soft drinks. Yeah. Um, I've had so many, I've got so much sugar in my system that I often don't sleep as, you know, like I don't have, a, I don't have the kind of fit form like you have if you've had like six bottles of, you know, Heineken. But yeah. if I drunk six bottles of Heineken Zero, I'm a bit like, oh, right, yeah. yeah. How long before I'm actually going to fall asleep here? But... Um, but What's, it's a small price to pay because then the next morning you feel fine. Good good news with the Guinness one is that a normal Guinness is about 154 calories for a, for a pint. Yeah. But um, a can of 0% is only 70. So, oh, so it's, it's basically a slim fast shake, exactly. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, this is amazing. Oh, yeah. um, there used to be the, the, old, um, the old rumor going around. People love telling you as you were drinking a pint of Guinness, they had the same number of calories as a full roast dinner. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. it can't do. <laughs> no. It absolutely can't not. do. Yeah. Even if you blended a, a full roast dinner, it wouldn't fit in a pint glass. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's just, there's no way it can. But it was, that was just knocking around for forever. Yeah. Wasn't it? Until obviously, you know, iPhones ruined those kind of pub chats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it's the same as the steak <laughs> I used to hear as well. Yeah. Yeah. Guinness. I think it's because they had the. You know, they it had sort of weird branding, didn't it? It had like the sort of it's full of iron and it's good for you. Like the Guinness yeah. is good for you was the mm. um, was the branding. Well, no, it is with this. Well, it is, yeah, seventy yeah. calories. Yeah, yeah. I, I had. Think, sorry, that was going to say. I think I think wasn't there even. I mean, not in my lifetime, but there was even like a kind of it's quite good if you're pregnant. Yes, to drink a Guinness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, which I imagine if you're pregnant, drinking a Guinness Zero is absolutely uh, absolutely yeah. fine. Mm. Play on, yeah, yeah. Why not? I had a um, an alcohol free beer not this weekend, gone the one before. Just because you find there's quite a lot of variety of them in probably in like cans form in fridges and stuff a lot yeah. of times. I one called Zed by Hamilton Brewery. It was so nice. Yeah, so fruity I've had pale. Zed. Yeah, it's, it's great. lovely. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah. Wow, oh, really fabulous choice. And it, yeah. was, it's good that like you know, I, I think it's it's good because it swung so far in both directions. You, you know, obviously you've got your, your Guinness Zero, but then you've got your, you know, you go to like, there's a fantastic um, uh, craft beer place just around the corner from me, the Three Hounds. Um, Where's that? Is that in Beckenham? That's in Beckenham, Beckenham, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to one in <clears throat> Bromley before, a pub that's, I can't remember what it's called now, that's very yeah. craft beery. Yeah, the Three Hounds. It's next to a place called Love Your Hound, which is like a dog grooming place, but I don't think they're, they're in any way related. <laughs> but for a while, I thought it was like dog grooming. <laughs> You know, like yeah. have a pint while you wait for your, you know, for your for your poodle to be combed. Uh, but I don't think it is. I think it's just a coincidence. Um, but they're they're really good. But you'll go there and you'll be like, oh, what's on at the moment? They're like, we've got this. That's an eight point nine. You're like, yeah. chill out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's a it's a pint, and yeah. it's it's. It, I may as well drink a pint of wine. Yeah. It's like we've got this. It's fourteen <laughs> yeah. percent. Like, so I'll have a pint of wine. I think, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, may as, it may as well. It'd be churlish not to. Um, so I think it's good that you've got, you know, you can have an 8.9, but then, you know, have a have something that tastes quite nice, but 0% afterwards. Mm. Matthew, you do a lot of writing. Yes. Comedy. And stuff. What, different people write in different places. A lot of people will write at home in an office, but some people will go to coffee shops and stuff like that. Have you ever tried writing in pubs? I have. How did and... it work out? Well, it starts brilliantly. Yeah. You know, uh, you think this is... This is, this is yeah this is this is so bohemian i've got yeah. you know i've got a glass of red and i'm typing and you know i imagine you you feel like you know i'm like hemingway aren't i uh but then oh, i think the, the difference between me and hemingway and charles bukowski and all those famous sort of drinker writers is they they you know dylan thomas they were crucially able to keep writing while they were drunk and yeah. i just 
I mean, I, the, the thing they didn't have is they didn't also have the internet on their laptop. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> so you go, actually, I'll just, you know, I'll yeah. read a Wikipedia page for a serial killer or something like that. You know, the kind of things you sort of, you know, the rabbit holes you disappear down. Um, but yeah, I do. You do get a real feeling of, I've, I've gained the system here, haven't I? Because mm. it's work and play combined, which, yeah. which comedy writing kind of is anyway. You know, it's it's coming up with jokes, so it is sort of work and play. Uh, but if you're doing it with a glass of wine in your hand, you think, yeah, this is yeah. this is great. Um, I think, you know, write drunk, edit sober. I think that's the yeah. way to do it. Yeah. But if you've got a deadline that is that night, just don't write drunk. Yeah. No. I find I occasionally, because I live in Norwich, but sometimes I'll be in London for various things and have some time to kill. If I'm towards the end of the day and I'm uh, and I'm got something to write and then I'm in the evening I'm meeting someone I think do you know what I'll just go for the pub for a little bit and I'll just have a pint or something to do this yeah. and I'll start off and go like that and then I'll be fine and then the next day I'll come to it and just delete everything because <laughs> <laughs> it's noticeably worse than the stuff I did up to that point that's where the 2.8 that's where the man in the box comes yeah. into play you know if you're having a 2.8 you're basically having a soft drink there yeah. and that's fine it might make you a bit more sort of loosey goosey but yeah. you know yeah, I think I quite often will go for like a glass of wine because I think that's a bit cultural. End of the end of the working day, glass of wine sort of thing. But then that's very quickly yeah, goes downhill. Yeah, you really feel yeah. it, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, we also, as well as, um, as, well as draft, you get two bottles or cans. What's your first choice? Right, the first choice... Um, I'm going to go bottle. I'm going to go bottle on both of these. Um, uh, the Peak Pool de Pinay. Do you know? Do you know this wine? No. This is another wine that uh, I thought I was incredibly classy ordering, and now it seems like it's in every supermarket. But the Peak Pool de Pinay is uh, it's a it's a sort of a very summery light white wine. Um, I think it's I think it translates to like a sting of the lips or something like that. Because it's got a sort of sharpness, it's got a kind of bite to it. It's almost like a kind of um, like a Granny Smith apple. Oh, lovely! It's got that kind of crispness to it. Um, but crucially, it's the one wine that I definitely know the name of. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Like, I really, yeah. I love drinking wine. I lo- I really enjoy it. But I'm just, I, I've tr- and I've tried. I've been to wine tasting classes. I've 
you know, my wife seems is really good at working out what the notes are. We do it at home where, um, you know, we'll take a sip and, you know, not look at the label and we'll, yeah. what, what, what are we getting from this? And every time she absolutely nails it. She's brilliant at it. And every time, like, it's terrible when there's... A, it's quite whiny. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know, I think this is, it's it's red or white. It's one of the two. It might be a rosé. Um, when, you, when you're doing it with, uh, with someone there, like actually a proper wine tasting, they never want to say no to you. But the way they say yes to my wife is very different to the way they say yes to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my yes is a very elongated and have a question mark at the end. You yeah. know, uh, well, no one can tell you what yeah. you taste. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's all different for everybody. But I don't think it's petrol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, no, you, you yeah, are drinking yeah. petrol. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, people have been, I reckon, if you, if you gave me a glass of a bunch of different whites, uh, uh, and or you give me a glass of a bunch of different whites. I could, I could spot that one, and I know it's people de Pinay. And because it's got a fun name to say, and you can get it at quite a lot of places, it feels like quite a, you know, if anyone says to you, "Do you want to pick the wine?" and you go, "Oh, should we have a people de Pinay?" People are like, "Oh, oh yeah." <laughs> if they don't know, yeah, they think you do. So, is a people de Pinay a specific bottle, or is it like a type of wine? Uh, I mean, is it comes one, in is a there, bottle. No, but is, what I'm saying is, is there one? Is there? Is it like no, a brand? It, Peak Pool is a variety. It's, of, a, it's a type of wine. It's yeah, a type yeah. of wine. So it's like it's like a cola rather than a can of Coke. Yes, that's right. It's a, it's a, in stupid person terms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a bit less classy when you say, "Hey, should we have a cola?" Yes. <laughs> um, literally translated as Lipstinger. Yeah, yeah, Lipstinger, yeah. because it does have a. It does have a certain that like, sounds great. sharpness to it. And yeah. I think that's the reason why. It's because it's not just the smell and the taste. It's a physical sensation. Yeah. I need all of those things yeah. in order to recognize, you know, I need to be slapped around the face as well as them saying, this is my name. Uh, so that's why that's why I really like it. And in fact, actually, the, the, um, the last time I worked in a pub, uh, last time I was writing in, in a pub, uh, I was drinking Peekable de Pinay and it was a beautiful summer's day. And it was the um, the Owl and the Pussycat in Shoreditch. Yep. Uh, and I was waiting for some friends and catching up on some work. And I remember thinking, this is this is living. It's a, it, when summer rolls around, there are certain mm. drinks that feel just incredibly summery, and that is that's absolutely yeah. one of them. A lot of them are gross as well, like Aperol spritz. I always drink Aperol spritz in the, in the summertime, and I I hate them. <laughs> but everyone's drinking them. Right? We're all having Aperol spritz. Yeah, and, yeah. And it, because it's been so long since the last time it was hot, you go, oh yeah, Aperol spritz, great, and then yeah. you drink it. It's a bit like going for a McDonald's. I go for a McDonald's about once every eighteen months, and I go, oh yeah, I just yeah. remember what this is. You know, yeah. sober McDonald's. You don't Ooh. need that in your life. I remember having a. I was driving up to a stack when I lived in. London, I was driving up to a stag do in Norwich, um, someone that we knew, and we finished work on the Friday and we were going up and and stopped off at service station. I had a KFC. I never have KFC. I've oh, yeah. got this thing called a hot rod box or something <laughs> it was called. I had loads of in it. And afterwards, I felt dreadful. Yeah. Utterly dreadful. And I just remember thinking there, I was probably about 32 at the time, I remember just sitting there thinking, what'd you do that for? You're yeah. like a grow, you're like an adult man. Look what you've done. Yeah. You feel dreadful because of this. And you, it's all because of you. And I've been sitting in the car thinking, real, real crisis moment in my life. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, a bad meal. I used to, that used to be my uh, cheer myself up after a bad gig. You know, I'd get to Brixton Station, I'd go to the KFC at Brixton Station and I'd get on the, the night bus or whatever. 
back to Crystal Palace. And I was sitting there eating like a Zinger Tower box and like drinking the gravy and all that kind of nonsense. And uh, a guy came up to me on the bus and said, you're disgusting. And I was like, oh my God, the voices in my head have, have been made flesh. I couldn't believe I know, it. It's I like, know. I know I'm like, you're eating, I'm on a night bus eating a Zinger Tower burger. Come on, I know I'm disgusting. Yeah, I couldn't crazy. believe the, the confidence of the guys to come up to me and go, this is, look at yourself, you're disgusting. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was absolutely right. Yeah, I was one hundred percent behind him. <laughs> on the other hand, on the other um, end of that, my friend Jack was recently on a train and he was just eating an entire box of matchmakers. <laughs> and some guy came up to him and said, "I just want to say, absolutely class that you're just eating a box of matchmakers yeah. in your own." Brilliant. I haven't had matchmakers off. in ages. They were they were sort of like the they were like after eights in yeah. stick form, weren't mm. they? They were yeah. they were an after dinner chocolate treat. I hadn't had one in ages until weirdly last night at. Um, uh, bonfire night. We're at bonfire night when um, my nine-year-old son's best friend just came up to me and said, "Would you like a matchmaker?" I was like, "Yes, I will." Thank I you. The kids were eating matchmakers. Oh, yeah, like kids now are into matchmakers, and weirdly, Samuel Peeps. Really, like, my six-year-old. Oh, Leo talks about Samuel Peeps. Yeah, kids are so into well. Samuel Peeps. Yeah, really? is this is this yeah. like that TikTok thing of how many times you think about the Roman Empire? Did you did you see that <laughs> that thing? It was it was um, it was. Uh, Women asking their partners oh, yeah, yeah, how often yeah. they thought about the Roman Empire, and the answer is often, you know, every day or three times a week or four four times really? a week. And it was became this thing on TikTok where, yeah, people would say just you know, surprise their their partners with this question. Yeah, and is that going to be the, you know in the yeah. next generation is be how yeah. often do you think about Samuel Pepys' yes. diaries? Like my oh, son will tell me facts about Samuel Pepys mm. all the time. I like, just go. Arlo, you got a fact about Samuel Pepys? And he'll just say, Samuel Pepys buried his cheese. Yes. Apparently during the Tower of Lon- yes. uh, Fire of London, he buried his cheese to keep it safe and his wine. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the, the, the way to do it, isn't it? Because yeah. otherwise you've got like a big old uh, fondue. Sort of fondue. Yeah, yeah. The, the great fondue of London. That's, of course, of course yeah. how it was invented that year. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 They did bury their yeah. cheese. Yeah. They made a great discovery. Yeah. They're, they're quite bawdy, his diaries, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're there's, quite. There's some weird stuff in it, like because I've I've since researched Samuel Pepys a bit, and there's a bit where, like, he never. He, <laughs> I like the I like the fact that like you know like I, I'm currently at the stage where I have to learn all the names of the Paw Patrol. Yeah, this yeah. is what's ahead of me. It's, it's, it's all about it's, you. Do, you think they're all into like YouTubers and KSI and that? They're not. They're into Samuel Pepys. But he um, so there's a bit in it where like apparently Samuel Pepys he like he like mentions his wife like 28 times, but yeah. never mentions her birthday, but mentions like his loads and one day he goes he goes for his birthday he gets let into some um church thing and goes like backstage to kiss a dead queen and he's writing in this i it was my 20th birthday when i first kissed a a queen and all this sort of stuff oh wow he he's the first person he's the first person ever to record drinking an english cup of tea really and he used to own a lion Oh, this is, yeah, this is the this is the sort of classic thing that um, everyone had like an exotic pet, didn't they? Yeah. Back in those days, you know, they'd have an elk or something like that or yeah, but something thi- you shouldn't keep in a house. But the story's a bit, I can't remember the exact details. I'm sure there's some hyster- historian getting annoyed at me as I try and say this. <laughs> but there was some it's something along the lines of he had this, someone gave him this lion, this right. lion, but this person was someone like, who was the husband of someone of his ex-mistress or something? She right. kind of feel that maybe he knows more about lions than Peeps. Going, have this lion, Peeps. You'll love, you'll love this, mate. So there's, there's little undertones of the diary that you sort of can dig into, into what's going on. Uh, 
Um, so we've, we've so do we know any any facts about Paul de Pinay? Is that how we saying it? Yeah, so I think, I think uh, Matthew's covered covered most of the stuff that I've I've sort of found out. But I quite I I quite like learning about um, food pairings. Oh yes, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does it go with KFC gravy? It does yes, go with it does buried go cheese. Really well. <laughs> It, so oysters and mussels, steak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oysters and mussels harvest from within the Etang de Tar itself, which okay. is where the where the grapes are a great uh, a classic pairings. But saltiness of seafood platters, salt cod croquettes, that kind of thing. Mm. And then it says its lip puckering freshness can also cut through richer foods like cheese and charcuterie, yes. or even lemon based desserts. And this is the bit that I love the best: making it a versatile wine for picnics. Oh, I suddenly thought picnic wine. When yeah. you were talking about the summer freshness of it, yeah. yes. just reading, just re- just reading the phrase, this wine is good for picnics, That's makes exactly me want to want. drink yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I think Tesco's finest do a bottle yeah. of it, so that feels like you know you'd nip into Tesco, you'd get yourself a bottle that's still chilled. Yeah, stroll over to the park. They should just have a little slap bit of cheese that on the label. Perfect for picnics. Picnic wine. I'd yeah. buy that. Yeah, yeah. they Love don't it. sort of. I mean, I guess. I guess that they, they don't sort of do that very often with no. wine. Say what sort of function you should be. No. Talking about. no. I mean, there, there was the who uh, who was best shared with friends. Was it Hardy's or Jacobs Creek oh, on, those, on yeah. Channel Four? Yeah. Used to be before Friends was on, they'd be like, "Yes, this yes. is best shared with friends." Um, but it, there was there was never like Lambrini. This it? is a Lambrini girls. They just want to have fun. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. good. that's what yeah. Lambrini girls want to do. Um, I might when I, when I went to visit my sister at university. She's a bit younger than me. Um, as I entered the sort of the, uh, she was staying in a shared house. The entire landing was covered in Lambrini bottles, and it was only her first term. And I thought, yeah, yeah. you've landed on your feet here. Yeah. You know what you're doing. <laughs> you're yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> saving the Lambrini bottles <laughs> as a badge of honour. <laughs> <clears throat> What's your second bottle, Matthew? Uh, it's anything by Benjamin Darno. Any red by Benjamin Darno, but specifically, um, I think it's the Minervois. I picked, um, and uh, this is one of these. Now I joined, I joined Naked Wines. Uh, I don't know if you've uh, had other people who've joined Naked Wines before. It's like a little wine, I'm familiar a little with wine it. club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're um, uh, wine society members. I'm also a wine society yes. member and Virgin Wines oh, as well. So, oh, yes. uh, Mr. Crosby. But yeah, I, yeah, it's great to. We don't find out someone's. We find someone's a member of the wine society. We tend to call them misters. Yeah, with a little yeah, respect. Yeah. Mutual respect, Mr. Thank Crosby. you. Thank you. Um, uh, but I, I joined Naked Wines, uh, I think because a friend of mine was like, if you join, I get a tenner off and you get 75 quid off your first order, one of those sort of things. And um, it, it's one of those companies that I I like it because they, they tell you a little story and you're like, you're one of the naked angels. And, you know, they, they, there's always like, it's, it's quite oh, I read the I looked at the website and I couldn't understand what the naked angels no, were. I don't really know either. It's just, it's same, just a it's, customer. It, it, you're, one, you're, a, you're, you're a customer, right. basically. But they're saying, we... We give this money to the uh, to to the to the, the, the sort of wine growers. We send it specifically to the, the people who are making the wine, and uh, you get a little message on the back of each bottle, which ruins the game uh, of what are the notes because it doesn't tell, tend to tell you if it's tasting like dark chocolate or smoke mm. or whatever. And that kind of stuff. It just says like, "Thanks so much. You know, this means a lot to me." And it it's that sort of little personalized touch. So I've, I've been a member of uh, Naked Wines for a little while, and I just basically buy their big box of red wine and just have that and just sort of work through it and again you know i can kind of i could probably tell you that it was between like a, a merlot and a malbec and a shiraz and a pinot noir probably i could give it a good guess but that's about as far as i can go 
Um, uh, but I I got this bottle of Minerva and it it was amazing. It was just it was fantastic. And so I immediately put it into my little uh, Vivino yeah, yeah. Uh, app thing, mm-hmm. gave it five stars. And I only really tend to do that if I really like a wine. Like if it's, you know, I, I, I don't rate wines badly. I just forget about them. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just, uh, and uh, it was the sort of 2020 uh, bottle and I absolutely loved it. And uh, anyway, sort of forgot about it a little bit. And then uh, I drank another bottle of the 2021 without realizing, put it into the app. And I was like, oh, the two I've given five stars to have been this, so, th- ah, so this is, yeah. this, this is, is I've worked out this is my favorite wine. Yeah. And uh, so I then went on the sort of, he did any other, he does a people to Pinay. So I, I got that and I got a bunch of other wines of his. And um, it's just very exciting to have a favorite winemaker. Yeah, that's class. I, yeah. And he's called Benjamin Dano as well, you know, yeah. and I follow him on Instagram and he's, you know, he's a sort of a handsome French dude. And I love, I love the fact that I can, I can say, yeah, I write anything by Benjamin Dunn. Yeah, you know? yes. Have you got any, I mean, you, you oh. won't see it in any pubs or anything because it's, it's a wine club wine. Yeah. So it's rare, it's rare that I'm going to get it outside of my own house, um, which is why I've brought it obviously to, to this pub. But I, I love it. That's fabulous. And it's, it's, you know, I wish I knew more about wines. I'd love to be a wine guy. I've tried really hard. I, I love, I mean, red wine is basically what I drink at home. That's my main drink I drink at home. Uh, but I'm I'm just, I don't know enough about it, but that people to pin a, knowing the name of that and That's anything good. by Benjamin Dunno makes it sound like you know what you're That's talking all you about. Need. Yeah. You just need one thing You've in You've got anything. a white and a red. Absolutely, like, like, yeah. yeah. Like I've, I've, I've mentioned it before, but I, like for classical music, I don't know anything about classical music, but I thought if I learn about one person, yeah. so I picked Claude Debussy oh, and great. I bought a yeah, book yeah. and just read loads. I can't remember much of it now, but for a bit, I could tell you all about Claude Debussy's life where he grew up, growing up in Paris and everything like that. I yeah. can tell you all about this. So then I'll do that and just hope people go, oh, Robbie knows classical music. Mm. But then hopefully they won't ever ask me about anyone no else. No questions yeah. about anybody else. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or I'll just bring it back around to Claude Debussy. Yeah. So what do you think of um, Bucks? Well, I don't know. I mean... He's yeah, no, I mean, it's he's no, no Debussy. No he's, yeah. <laughs> he's no Debussy, but yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, I've just looked, looked up um, Benjamin Dunno Minvois, mm. um, on, on, and it's come up Naked Wines on there. Yeah. And I don't really understand how Naked Wines works exactly, but it says market price, £9.99, angel price, £9.99, angels save £0.00 and pence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there make, we go. It's basically saying, you're not special. <laughs> you're not special, but they're like, this is it. the wine we can actually yeah. sell. Yeah. It's also this, is, this is the one yeah. that, yeah, it's it's it, it's tricky to get. Yeah. Um, but I, I do sort of, Basically, every now and then I'll go on and just buy a bunch of of his his reds, and they're always they're always really good. I think he's I think he's brilliant. It's one of those things where I, I mean I don't you know they they take you you pay them a bit of money each month or each week or whatever it is, and then eventually they say you've got you know 150 pounds to spend on wine. Mm. You think have I? And I go well, I yeah I, I mean I I I yeah. also have 150 pounds to spend on wine now you know in my <laughs> yeah. account yeah but for some reason you've got it and I can only spend it on wine yeah um, but Damn. yeah I do I do like I do like that little system it's, yeah. it's nice to be, it's nice to get a little reminder as well yeah. every, every Friday I get a text message from about three different wine companies yeah. going hey yep. remember us yeah yeah not had any wine today we're another one of our <laughs> famous sales <laughs> you know we'd love to send you a magnum of this stuff that we can't shift yeah right for free yeah, come on yeah. it's nice yeah, yeah. Fabulous. It feels better than the sort of, you know, getting the updates from Just Eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get yeah. the Domino's one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The shame. Do mine. <laughs> okay, phone's away. Put a gag on Siri. It's quiz time. 
Elvis's black belt was in karate. I saw it on QI. No half points for saying J.K. Rowling is the lead singer of Jamiroquai. Moira Stewart. No, I'm afraid it was Gordon Honeycomb. Matthew, do you enjoy a pub quiz? Do I enjoy a pub quiz? You can be honest. Um, you know what? I'd, I'd like to be someone who knew a lot more than I do. And I carry myself, I think, as someone who knows stuff. Mm. And I'll often say, if, for example, if if uh, if you... And I, I get this trait from my dad. If you were talking to me about Claude Debussy, I would definitely pretend I knew a bunch of things you were telling me. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. Yeah, you know, yeah, a lot yeah, about... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'd do a lot of that. And... That's very exposing at a pub quiz because people always get, I've, I've, I've been with groups of people, you know, and they've gone, you're going to be good at this. And then I'm like, and you I'm, think, oh I'm, no, because I've been agreeing with the yeah. things. Yeah, 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 it's because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 then you can't stop, you're like, yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, 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 I really am. So I don't, I, 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 I hate getting things wrong. And that's the nature of a pub quiz, isn't mm. it? But I've actually, I've, I've run a few pub quizzes and I'm much I was more, say, much more good... comfortable doing that yeah. than I am, uh, than I am take, taking part. I still, I've got, I've got a, a memory. We, myself and the other two guys from Pappy's, the sketch team I'm in, uh, we did a, we did a pub quiz once and we were down to the, the tiebreaker and we, they, it was like, how many, how many pints are served was the question. How many pints are served at the V Festival over the course of a weekend, like the last V Festival. Um, and we went for two million pints as our answer. And we were nowhere, like we were nowhere near. And I just, and like the, the other, I think it was, it was about like 200,000. Uh, was the answer? I mean, I, I, I was and just I, trying to think what thought, on earth yeah. I would have just said I, there. I, 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 just thought, I thought that's a good guess. Yeah, yeah. I thought, and, and I and, and when we said two million pints, the guy who was doing the tiebreaker laughed out loud because it was so far off, and. Um, <laughs> Because I mean, even a million pints, when you think about it, it's yeah. way too many. <laughs> now, you, now, you, now you picture a million yeah. pints, yeah. that doesn't seem and that outrageous. that became our thing at the, uh, you know, when, for, for years afterwards, um, whenever we were getting around in, we'd be like, okay, so you're, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, you're having your, your own uh, a Guinness, yeah, yeah. yeah, Robbie, you're, you're in Echo. Oh, two million pints. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want? Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not drinking tonight. Oh, okay, just, just two million pounds. Yeah. And that, yeah. that became it. And I, it, it sort of burned into my brain. So I do... Um, yeah, I don't know. Much happier just holding a microphone and being a prick. Well, yes. you're not going to enjoy this then. Yeah. Dan's got pop quiz. Oh, pop go quiz. on then. Go on. Come all on. Right, all right. This is the bit I'm going to, you know, be staying up till 3am worrying about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go on. Well, it's interesting this, but it's quite nice because it's tied in. We, we talked a little bit earlier about Lamborghini Girls and a couple of other things. And it is actually uh, advertising. Oh, okay. Um, sort of slogans? Slogans. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And the reason... That I've done this because sometimes I like to slightly tailor it to uh, the guest. Yeah, is that now you might have already talked about this on your radio show or something, but on your Wikipedia page, 
Oh yeah, I know it what this says, is. It says that you're a keen archer and you were employed yeah. to fire the arrows <laughs> in the remake of the Strongbow Cider advert, which I'm assuming is not true. true. <laughs> it's not true. And you know what? I've got to take it off because it, it's, it's, it's situations like this where people go, oh, let's talk about archery for a bit. And I'm like, I, I maybe did it once at Heather Castle when I was, a, you know, when I was a 10-year-old, but I've never, no. So I'm not... A, I'm not is there a, a story behind why that's on there? I'll tell you what it is, is I think it comes from actually another podcast. I think it comes from... From um, uh, doing Richard Herring's podcast, Holistopa, years and years and years ago, and him being very annoyed that I didn't have a particularly full Wikipedia page, so he didn't have loads of stuff to ask me about, despite the fact that I've known Richard for probably 20 years now. Uh, so we could just talk about the fact that we know each other and, you yeah. know, like, but he wanted to do stuff off the off the Wikipedia page. And I said, oh, you know, like to the audience, if anyone wants to add stuff to my Wikipedia page, it doesn't even have to be true, off you go. And then the floodgates were open and there's, and I, there's, cause there's a list of TV shows I've written and worked on and some of them aren't even real. It's just, yeah, you know, uh, you know, like it's, it, it, it's, it, yeah. It, it, but I, for some reason it's, it's mad, isn't it? Because when, um, you know, when I've, when I've tried to put things on my Wikipedia page or to change things on my Wikipedia page, they always get, Rejected. You know, they always get rejected or, yeah. or, or turned back. There was a, a point when it said I was going out with somebody I wasn't. And I was like, well, that's got to, you know, yeah. that's got to leave, leave Wikipedia. And they, they, they kept rejecting it. But for some reason, this is just stuck forever. Yeah. I don't know what, cita- you know, there's no citation needed no. after it. It's just, it's just there. Yeah. No one's, no one spotted it. But yeah, no, I, I, I was never, I have done, I've done, I did an advert for a bottled water company. Okay. Drench. But I've never been in, a, in I've never advertised um, uh, alcohol. Not that I've got anything against it. No. You know, if Strongbow wants to, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm happy to, to, I'm happy to try and, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I probably wouldn't be the, the, you know, someone who hasn't done it for probably about 35 years, I wouldn't be the best person to no. fire an arrow, but I'll give it a go if the price is right. Okay, um, okay. But, but that said, I do, you know, I watch a lot of adverts. All right. I follow a lot of Instagram accounts that are like, you know, Throw back to nineties adverts. Oh, sort hey, of thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're going to get yeah, I'm in real trouble. Oh well, let's let's, let's wait and see. This is me. This is me talking a good game. <laughs> and that's, you nodding it. And that's me. What is it? Not is it? Just do it, Nike. Is that what it I, is? I, <laughs> I think there's a chance for four out of four here for you. Oh, don't say that. I've, I've added an extra one because you said I could do. Yeah, yeah, oh. good for you. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Fun. So I'm, we'll do four questions. I'll rattle through them. Okay, we're going to end this half of the podcast. So don't answer. Well, you can give us the answers beginning of the second. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question one. Which drink brand used the tagline, it's the taste? Question okay. two. Which advert featured a young girl and boy with dancing eyebrows? Oh. Question three. Which advert featured a musical animation with lyrics that began, the red car and the blue car had a race? Mm-hmm. And question four. Which advert identified its product as the cream of Manchester. Oh. The cream of Manchester. Okay. Okay. I'm just waiting my way through the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his face. And then he ate at Nando's. Unfair. Okay, fabulous. That is the end of the first half of Moon Underwater. For those of you who do not support the Moon Underwater on Patreon, if you'd like to subscribe, you can head to moonunderpod.com and sign up to get ad-free extended episodes a day early, a monthly bonus podcast, and access to the Moon Underwater Social Club on Facebook. We'll see you soon in part two. We'll continue creating Matthew's Dream Pub. (laughs) 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 